That's very nice of you. I think the Lord has a plan. Could this, you hear me enough? Okay, I'm not washed out in mud. My voice is kind of low. Is that all right? We're all good? Oh, there's a control over there if you want to boost me. Um, I think the Lord wants to smash us in the mind this morning. Um, I'm mostly standing here because Liam and I were sharing some thoughts on what's happening in the church. So this year, so our, our pillars are really intimacy, identity and increase, the things that we are pursuing in God. It's all about him. And this year has been a lot about the presence of God and as just sitting in his presence and I don't know how it came about, but I just had this revelation one morning that the Lord wants to deal with lies. He wants to deal with the lies that go on in our mind. I'm going to come back to that. But I've titled this little time we're going to have together as Lies and Inheritance. Galatians 1 says it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's a good verse. We, are, we often think about that in the context of salvation. Yeah, we think about that in the freedom from sins. I'm going to quickly maybe give you new definitions or a new phrasing on these words because they, these different perspectives have relevance later on in what I'm talking about. But this verse actually is rooted in inheritance and who we are as his kids. So, freedom from sin. I want to reshape that a little bit. Sin, we often think about that as a list of activities that are on a don't list. But actually, sin are the things that separate us from God. And God is love. So these are the activities, not just what would be in the Ten Commandments. These are the things, the activities, the practices that we go to that separate us from love, from him. He's our maker, he's our creator. We were born to know him. I might get a bit overwhelmed. Uh, my body doesn't deal very well with the Holy Spirit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not sad. It might just happen. Just ignore the quivering lip. Um, but, yeah, we are meant to know him and he doesn't want things getting in the road of that. So... Salvation, I want to shift that perspective as well. 
Salvation is a 12th century word that is to do with saving of souls. Yeah. And of course, salvation from hell. Hell is the absence of God. God is love. For some, hell starts, has started already. You've been born into a place where love has been in deficit or distorted or destroyed. So um, knowing God and knowing who Christ is and what God chose to do through that just miraculous event is extraordinary because it, it, is the, it is the starting point, it is the entry point to having those things that separate us from him to be pushed and dealt with so that we can step into our inheritance, our inheritance as children of God. So there's another cool word, forgiveness. The word forgiveness um, is, oh, just this particular phrasing is really good. Um, it is really to be given everything. It is, it is an all-in gesture. And that, the origin of that meaning really is saying, I've take, I have taken that all. I've stepped in and taken that from you. The old practices of what it meant to be separated from God, from what your choices were, that's all been taken. This generous gift of taking away those things that separate us from God, who is love, who is our creator and our maker. And eternal life being the opposite of death, being just being with him, knowing him, knowing our maker and our creator. That's our purpose. It was the purpose in the beginning. It's our destiny. And so we can know him more and more now. So I've gone off on a slight tangent, but it's important. This verse, Christ, it's, um, it's the freedom that Christ has set us free. It's steeped in inheritance. The story that precedes it and is referred to in the Old Testament is about a slave woman and a free woman. And it is about, as children of God, our inheritance is the freedom that comes with being the children of God. What does that mean? Free from all the things that I was just touching on there. But the word inheritance is tied into, again, we do our best with English, but the word inheritance is a 15th century word which means um, as an heir, to pass on. The nature of inheritance is a gift, but it's, it's a formal giving through to the next generation. So it is part of our inheritance that we should receive the freedom and the connection to our maker as Jesus did. Through Jesus, we are restored as sons and daughters. I want you to reflect as well on what does it mean to be the son and daughter of the king, of, a, of the creator? What does it mean? What does his house look like? What does it feel like? stepping into the house of the God of love. What does it feel like 
to be immersed in the attributes of God, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, the God that knows you, that made you. So lies, lies attached to the deficit, distortion and destruction of love in our lives. It's just what the, it's basically all the enemy has. And with time, fear and prejudice attach to those lies. It starts with a simple thing that is repeated or we, or the lie finds a way of validating it and it perpetuates. Lies attached to the deficit, distortion, and destruction of love in our lives. Remember, God is the same now and forever. God is love. God does not distort. I want us to sit in silence now for 30 seconds, if we can, the best we can. Don't worry about the kids' noises. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I don't want you to necessarily pray. We're just going to be silent, okay? Despite, whoa, that got loud. <laughs> what happened there? It's just our ears. That's ridiculous. Sorry to break that. Um, despite what goes on in our head, despite what we face, God is the same. So just then, each of you went through your own thinking process. Maybe already the idea of what do I believe that's unhealthy? What can I identify the, the thinking patterns that are preventing me from un experiencing and receiving love, the love that God has for me, the life that God has for me, the freedom that God has for me? Lisa Kerr, a couple of weeks ago, talked about us being whole living stones. Um, I love that picture. And as we come together, we all play a part in a community, whether it's this physical community now or wherever we are, we play a part. But what we believe that could be attached to lies causes us to really twist and turn inside or react or attract to different things based on those lies. And I'm gonna go through a bit of my story now, some, some funny things and other things that I believed that were steeped in a lie that resulted in some odd things. And that's why community is sometimes challenging because we react to things. And I think God wants to clean that up, not just because he loves us, 
but because I think he has a plan for more of his presence here. My parents, I grew up in a household where my mum was just ridiculously supportive. Like, I, I really, I mean, I, she broke wooden spoons on me, but um, I felt like I could do no wrong. I don't really, rem except for that frustration, I don't remember that she didn't love me to this ridiculous degree. I don't remember any shades of grey. Everything was amazing. Like, everything I did was incredible. Um, so I developed this fearless approach to everything. I just did everything because she told me I could do it, basically. <laughs> That's what I took out what she'll say to me. Um, my dad, different kind of guy. My dad, uh, he grew up, he was physically and emotionally abused by his dad, who was a oh, tough guy and only in his very final years after having a stroke, I could see my dad relax a bit under this cloud of this really strong figure in his life. And my mum, really early on in her life, her mum said in her own way, you don't know how to love well. And so my mum was determined to prove her wrong. So she created this rule set which was learning whatever whatever you loved i would do that remember that she has an amazing memory oh my goodness she remembers the most ridiculous things of people of friends of french that because of this drive to be the best that she can be and love the best that she could love in her own strength um so the results of who i am under that well I hurt myself a fair bit, actually. <laughs> I, um, I remember when I was six, I first got my BMX and I jumped off a loading dock on the farm. I landed, but then I hit a rock and smashed my face on the ground. That was my first, uh, broke my nose. Um, a year or so later, I was on these monkey bars at school and I, there was a, a, a thing that no one had done where you'd walk out from a balancing point and you would jump to like a ladder. You know, the sort of monkey bars you'd swing through? Jump to the middle, and I jumped, and I actually started making it. And anyway, one day I didn't. I just literally launched like Superman, missed it, and just went And uh, broke my wrist. Um, I've, and yeah, I've broken, I sprained about each wrist seven or eight times, skateboarding, I've had six broken ribs. Um, I've had a shoulder surgery, knee surgery, I've broken my jaw, um, broken my wrist again from, yes, yeah, snowboarding. Um, I've really hurt myself and uh, I, I, I'm not saying that my mum's over, you know, over encouragement gave me a false sense of possibility, but maybe she did. Is it possible that I was seeking attention on my father's <coughs> approval. I think it's possible because I, because he was very much in himself. That was ultimately all he could all he could be in light of the challenges of his upbringing. Um, for the first ten years of uh, Andrew, I'm married to Andrew. For those who don't know, which is probably two percent. 
Um, first 10 years of our marriage, I thought that I needed to give the remote control to Ange and that I wouldn't be the channel selector. I thought that that was being a good husband. Um, I thought that that's just how it was. And, I, and that weird lie, it ended up resulting in a terrible, embarrassing blow up after 10 years of remote control suppression. Um, and it was because I had this false belief that that's the way I needed to love and the fear that attached to that was due to, well, I, I don't want to be a bad husband, I don't want to not be loved, I don't want this to be in divorce. Somewhere, someone, had, I'd got spooked from something that had happened, I reckon. But that's what it was steeped in, this lie that if I took the remote, we'd get divorced, basically. <laughs> Which is a bit ridiculous when you hear it out loud. And that's how ridiculous it was the night that the blow-up happened, you know. Um, I had this interesting one last night where I was going to bed. It's a really small one and it was just a little flicker where uh, Archer, I wanted to go to bed because I wanted to watch um, Ted Lasso. There's a bit of language in Ted Lasso, but I love this new series on... I don't want to advertise the streaming channel, but uh, it's a good show. But how Archer wanted to watch WandaVision, which he's allowed to watch. And Anne's just like, do you want to watch WandaVision? I said, no, if you're going to watch that, I'm going to go to bed or I'm, I want to happily stay out because I was quite tired and watched Ted Lasso. But inside, my internal dialogue was that it was just, and it was a hint of my history with my mum. It was, if they don't choose Ted Lasso, they don't love me. It wasn't, it wasn't really a real thing, but, it, but there was an opportunity there. It was, I was being a bit sulky. It's a tiny little thing that I had this history and this legacy that pops up. Not too much, but it's just a lie that pops in there. So I know they end up watching WandaVision and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Um, so what are your issues, what lies come to you. These lies can be things about how you look, what do you need to look like. The, the appearance one's a really simple one, but it's a powerful one. And what you'll find, if you go through this process, I'd like you to think of your own examples. You don't have to share, you're welcome to share if you feel like you want to. But let's take appearance. I might think I need to appear a certain way so that I'm accepted. If I don't appear a certain way, I'm not accepted. And if I'm not accepted, then I'm not loved. So the ripple effect, and, and that's my fear that I'm not loved. So I'll take these steps because it's important that I appear a certain way so that I end up being loved. That's it's incredible how this works. Um, anyone can think of any examples. It's, it's so, you know, oh, here's a distortion, um, which I've already sort of touched upon. I could grow up in a household and the household might treat people a certain way. Conditional love. So I'm proud of you if you achieve sport, whatever it might be. And therefore, the, f the flip side, the lie is, I'm not proud of you if you don't achieve. That's a really common one. And then attached to that is the fear that if I don't achieve, I'm not loved. 
And if I'm not loved, then, well, guess what? We're born to be loved. That's our purpose, is to love and be loved. That's our destiny. That's why these things matter. Because in community, with our legacies of lies that we believe, we, we war against each other unintentionally. Um, it's an interesting picture. My science brain found this thing on the internet called a lodestone. You feel free to look it up on your phones now if you like, I don't mind. L-O-D-E-S-T-O-N-E. A lodestone is one of the only naturally occurring magnets. And they attract iron and ferrous and all sorts of things. And there's sort of this really interesting looking rock. But, and that's the reality of what lies do. They just, we don't necessarily want them. We don't necessarily want this stuff. But it's just what happens as a result of living with these inner turmoils. We might not even identify them as turmoils because we're so familiar with them. And that's why I think he wants to undo this thinking and wants to speak specifically to where you have a deficit or distortion of love in your life historically. And of course, the last one's destruction. So these are big ones like cancer, loss, death. There are so many unknowns out there that we can attribute to God or the lack of God, the lack of love. How could a God of love allow this to happen? Um, It's hard to surrender that stuff, but it's still true. God is still the God of love. He is still love. He is still our maker. He is still our creator in spite of the crap stuff that happens in this world. That's particularly why um, I thought it would be good to deal with some of this stuff, perhaps. Um, I love the presence of God. I love his presence so much. And the reason is, I think, I think I'm meant to be there. I think that's home because that's where I get to hang out with my maker. That's where I get to experience his peace. That's where I get to hear his voice and get him to speak over me. His love, he gets to do business. Thank you for facilitating this morning. That was awesome. So I think God wants this home, our community, to be a place where it's tangible, where you walk in and you're impacted by his presence. Mm -hmm. And I think the less junk we carry, we're not perfect, but in him we are. We have weakness, but in him he's perfected with that weakness. So at least identifying what those things are that we carry and having them drop off, have him speak to us and say, that thing's come up again. It's not who we are. That's what's great about lies. 
is that they aren't us. They never were us. That's even the thing about, like there's a fundamental importance, the beginning of salvation, that is this gift of restoring us is extraordinary because the acceptance of that gift, the acceptance of the ultimate gift of love allows us to begin that process of stepping and living in his presence and living out the destiny of love and loving others that he's called us to. So if you'd like to have less junk going on in your head or at the very least had the Lord say, watch out for that, I reckon that'd be a good thing. What do you reckon? Come on. Yes, please. Yeah? I don't have anything else to say. So how about we start with some prayer? How about you close your eyes? Why don't you stand up as well? I, I like the idea of a posture of hands out, hands open. Close your eyes. I do want that hands out, hands open. There's something important about the physical body that is responding to a choice that you are making internally. Come Holy Spirit. Well, you're already here, so we say more of your spirit yes, now, God. God, can you now identify in us by your wonderful, gentle, kind presence? Identify the lies that we believe about ourselves or even others. Can you identify any deficit that happened due to role models in our lives? due to our guardians that you've put on this earth to look after us as we grew up. God, can you identify where your perfect love, you being love, has been distorted by the example of people in our lives? And those examples have given us a false representation of who you are as the perfect love. God, can you tell us where we have turned from love as a result of something that we love, someone that we love has been hurt or has passed in a way that has shaken us? Come on, Spirit. I speak God's perfect love over you. I speak God's perfect love over you. And we start with let God's perfect love, let his perfect love come in. And let that perfect love cast out the fear 
that is attached to the lie. Let's start with that place. Fear. Get out of this room. Get out of these brains. Undo that inner turmoil, inner twisting, inner pushing and pulling. Be gone now, in Jesus' name. We just ask now for your revelation, Lord, of the origin of these lies. We all go our own journey, but you know us all completely. You know us completely. You made us. You know every thought, every word before it is spoken. Thank you for your revelation, God. Thank you for your revelation. Thank you that it's done. Thank you that this is our inheritance. All you are doing is stepping into what has already been given to you. You are simply reaching out and taking just another aspect of being his kids. It is inheritance is done. Inheritance is done. The gift has been passed on through Christ. It's the beginning, the starting point. You have been past this. We speak this truth and speak freedom to, from these lies in Jesus' name. We're done here with these lies. We recognise the enemy looks for these opportunities, but we turn to you. You have a different thing to say to us about these things, that you are valued, that you are loved, you are fundamentally loved so much that the, the meta-narrative of this universe is that you should be brought back to your maker, that you should be in relationship with your maker. He made you to live with you, to know you, to dwell in you, to walk with you. And eternal life starts now. Knowing him, being with him. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. He's clearly moving, guys. Yeah. Jesus, I just pray over this community, for the people in this room, but more so. We just pray for your lens. Yes. We have your heart. We know who you are. We pray for your lens. And with that peace, there's something very clinical about when you put on glasses or use a magnifying glass where, people, where things come into focus, it's not emotional. When you can see clearly, you can see clearly. And, and it's, so Lord, we ask for that magnifying glass for your vision, for your perspective, particularly into the future. We can see what you see and say, you see that? See that lie coming this way? See that's a, the enemy's trying to destroy something there? Recognize it? And we, we nip it in the bud, we break it off in Jesus' name, even before it takes root anywhere. This is a sacred place because it's where God dwells. 
We want to protect. We want to honour. We want to invite in people to come into their destiny, to come home. thank you for what you've been doing and we say we're home God we're home with you we ask Jesus as we want to be identified as the people of your presence God that with each passing moment this is more and more like your home this is more and more just this is just where you are it's just where you are Home is where you are, God, in your presence. That's all I got, guys. But the Lord's clearly doing stuff. Stay in that, play in that place. Yeah.